you're listening to EDX Education. This podcast series discusses play, being creative and learning for children. Join Heather Welch sharing knowledge, information and support on play-based learning. We'll explore the benefits, value, different stages of play and so much more. Let's play, learn and create to develop lifelong learners and leaders together. Hello everyone, it's Heather Welch from EDX Education. I'm so excited to chat about my favourite topic, which is play, or as we like to say, play-based learning, or learning through play at EDX Education. Over the past couple of years, we've chatted on this podcast with so many experts on the topic, created amazing educational resources and experiences and toys. Last podcast, we looked at school readiness. We've looked at the value of play, social and emotional learning, stages of play, And today we're going to be discussing our role as parents, teachers and caregivers in play, which is actually a really important role. As a parent of a child, you're the child's first teacher and much of the teaching happens through play. Play is a natural activity that babies are doing from before they're being born. It's not our role as parents to teach a child how to play. Our role is to give them as many opportunities as possible to help them apply their learning to real-life situations and be emotionally available for them. You know, the question is, how do we motivate them to play more? One of the most important things is to follow the lead of their interests, whether it be cars, books, blocks, colours, shapes, garden, dinosaurs, princesses. You may want your child to learn shapes or numbers, but you can't force them to become interested in them just because you need them to learn. Remember that playing has to be self-rewarding and free. Children will be more interested and engaged if they are doing something that they love. They can learn without realising, implicit learning. So if you have numbers or letters lying around or shapes, they can make blocks or they can make patterns from them. You can then discuss what they're doing and start using the names of the shapes. How many sides? Count the shapes, the colours. You know, before introducing new toys or games that you consider age appropriate, check what toys or games or activities we already have. Recognise those kind of things. Spend time with your toddler or child. Listen to them. Ask them questions. Let them know that you're interested and engaged. You know, in a previous podcast, we mentioned teaching our children to think. And we proposed five ways. And I'm just going to go back over that as well because it's a really important thing as a caregiver, which we're going to classify teachers, parents, everyone as caregivers. You know, one is to give choices. Allow them to pick the toy, pick the activity, the design, the game. Encourage them to give reasons for their choices. Allow them to explain. Listen. Be there when they are pretend playing. Listen to what they're saying. Ask them questions. Ask them to explain the concepts. I know my son loves playing with these whales. He puts them on top of each other and it's the, it could be a mummy and a daddy and a brother and, and actually it's playing out the family roles. It's really interesting because if they've had quite a strong discussion, they, he plays it out as well. But you can listen to it and then you can talk to him about it later. Also great learning experience for talking about social and emotional skills. The other one is explore Play is a great situation for taking chances and controlled risks. Take a step back. Let your child climb a tree. 
prepare a magic potion, you know, with safe elements, of course, or let them change the rules of one of their favorite games and see what happens. The magic begins. They start the innovation process. Experiment. Encourage them to try new things. Maybe they'll always want to wear the same princess costume. Put on a ninja costume. What about they play firefighters instead? And embrace experiences and opportunities. Show them that you like going outside your comfort zone, even if you don't at times. Try going to a different playground, arranging a play date with a classmate or anything like that, someone they don't know so well. You know, it's really important to build that strong relationship with your child and playing is one of the best ways to further connect with children and build a loving and long-lasting bond. It is hard to find time. We have busy lives and this is one of the most important things we need to realise too. Only 10 minutes of your day you could sit and play. It's like reading to them at night or reading in the morning. In the meantime, there are more strategies you can implement for communication and understanding them. Four strategies are praise them. But giving your children praise in the right amount and for the right reasons is a really important thing, such as encouraging good behavior instead of only praising good results. You know, I find that sometimes I actually only praise my older child when he had good results rather than doing something amazing with his brother because he's such a sensitive calm with his brother at times. And, you know, in other times you think, oh, my gosh, he's my teenager. Help them gain more confidence and boost their self-esteem. Praise needs to be effective. It should be meaningful and honest. As teachers, we know this as well. Avoid empty phrases like, great job, when they show you their latest building toy. Instead, point out specific details, the reasons leading you to praise them. I like how you arrange the blocks by colour. How did you come up with such a good idea? That is the tallest tower I've ever seen. Where did you get the idea from? How many blocks did you use? Wow. The next one is, Practice active listening. When your child has something to say, even if it's still baby talk, try to give them your undivided attention. You know, keep eye contact. You may even sit down and kneel at their level so your eyes meet. Try to repeat what your child has said with different words to show them that you understand. Or even ask them further questions. If they lack the verbal ability to communicate, they can still point and, you know, show you what they're trying to say and you can talk to them about it back. It's a really good thing. Show them empathy. If your child is upset, frustrated, sad or angry or just can't emotionally regulate, instead of, you know, nagging them or telling them it's no big deal, show them that you can relate to the situation. Show them how to manage their emotions. Try to put their emotions into words. This will help them recognise and handle them in the future. You know, like you are upset, your building fell down. It's okay to comfort them, but allow them to experience the emotion. Instead of rushing to find a solution, instead of solving the problem, they actually need to learn. As adults, we get frustrated. As teenagers, you get frustrated. Everyone gets frustrated. Things don't always go our way, but we need to learn that perseverance, that resilience. It's so important. You know, what we could use to make them stronger. The last one is engage in a positive contact. And I think this is a really important point. You know, don't wait for your child to do something particularly amazing to display your affection. Sometimes just kind of tap on their back or a casual hug. Say, talk to them about what they've been doing or some kind of kind words. Positive words can do wonders for your bond, especially if your child are always testing your limits. You have to kind of redirect it because generally that native behaviours of communication, they're looking for your 
attention in some way or there's something, there's a frustration they can't express themselves. You know, you find yourself always correcting their behaviour, repeating the rules over and again, and it's not making a difference. So try and find another way to engage them. Tell them something nice, you know, counterbalance what you're doing. You know, if we're always engaging them and telling them how to do things, it's not going to perform that bond. As parents, we are their first teacher. We're giving them the experiences in order to play and the opportunities. And this is so important. It's such a wonderful thing to experience, to watch them. You know, you get to watch some milestones. If they crawl, if they walk, they hold a pen, they jump, you know, they swim. They might do any of this. It might be even something like they recognize colors and shapes. All these things would be so exciting. And they're so proud of themselves as well. It doesn't have to be something huge. It can be something really little eating their food, cutting their own food, climbing a tree. Anything like this is so important. You know, as let's have a little reflection of what we spoke about. One way is to teaching them to think and build resilience is give choices, listen, explore, experiment, embrace experiences and opportunities. And then to build a strong relationship, we praise them. Praise them for, you know, something amazing that they've done, not necessarily good results, but great behavior, a kindness act, practice active listening, come down on their level, keep eye contact, show empathy when they're struggling with their emotions. Instead of getting frustrated as well, don't match the behavior. Try and come down with the behavior and bring them down as well. Engage in positive contact. All these things are so important as caregivers for us to be engaging with our children. You know, some children do find it a little bit harder to play on their own. And sometimes it just needs you to show them that you can do it as well. Give them the confidence and the ability to do it. We love talking about play and play-based learning at EDX Education. If you have any topics that you would like us to talk about, please get in contact with us. You can message us on Instagram at EDX Education email us through the website. We'd love to hear from you if you have any topics that you'd like to us discuss or even any questions. Thank you for listening to us today, talking about play and caregivers' role in play. We look forward to hearing from you soon. There are so many exciting developments happening right now in education. EDX Education would love to hear from you, so do get in touch or subscribe to our podcast, which is available on Apple, Podbean, Spotify, TuneIn, and so many more. This podcast series is brought to you by Heather Welch from EDX Education, as she'd like to say, let's create lifelong learners.